the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K Show on this. Taco Tuesday. Glad to have y'all here with me. I wonder what New Hampshire eats on tacos is uh, on Tuesdays. Do they eat tacos? I mean, I actually have some ex-in-laws in that area. And um, these are people that kind of like the movie eat lamb every time they get together. So I don't know, maybe um, in uh, at least in the large Greek population in Manch Vegas, Manchester, New Hampshire, I think there's some MAGA people celebrating uh, with some lamb tonight. Uh, we're going to give you the final results for the New, New Hampshire primary. Uno momento and some of the nitty gritty, some of the details coming outside of that or inside of that in a little bit. Before I go on, I got to bring in this man. He's my dude. He's my partner in crime every night of the week, whether it's Taco Tuesday, every day is Donut Day, and beyond, it is DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Like a dungeon dragon. High heat. Sesame. Broccolini. I don't know what they're putting on their tacos right now, but I just want to say as a quick aside, being from Southern California, you just assume Mm -hmm. that Mexican food is delicious and tasty and you kind of you kind of take it for Mm -hmm. granted. Mm -hmm. And then you go Mm -hmm. around the country a little bit. South Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Montana, Mm -hmm. even New Mm -hmm. Mexico and Texas. No offense, but I've had the, the Texican food and it's nothing, nothing, not even close, not even in the same ballpark as Southern California Mexican food. Right. It's, it is True. the best here, in my opinion. I've never found it anything is. that even came close to competing with Southern California tacos. Nowhere. Right. Well, but for me, I'm a little bit different. I agree with you on that, but I will tell you that I'm such a lover of Mexican food that, I mean, the first time my parents made some tacos at home using the old El Paso taco box <laughs> that you buy in the store... I was hooked, okay, hooked, and I would even eat at that Cucos. Who listening to me remembers the only Mexican food we had in Slidell and in the New Orleans area was it was a chain called Cucos. It doesn't even Taco Bell is is higher level Mexican food, <laughs> and I would drag my family to Cucos every chance I could get. So I literally love every kind of Mexican food. In the world, but you're absolutely right. The best is in Southern California. Okay, so it's no surprise to anybody uh, that that Donald Trump has won New Hampshire. Okay, Uh, in spite of the fact that Nikki Haley thought her pathway and the plan was and, and still might be. 
uh, that the Democrats and the establishment were going to try to get her over. And they they may still. Here's what happened tonight. Trump won. I think the margin might not be 60 percent to, you know, her 30 something percent and, and whatever, you know, uh, might have gone other than that because they can do right in there. Um, it, it's I think Trump won by about you're see, I'm seeing different percentage points depending on different outlets. Uh, Trump won. OK, Trump won, even though there were actually more Repu- more uh the majority of people voting tonight in New Hampshire were not Republicans. Uh, 53% were independents and Democrats and 47% Republicans in a Republican primary. Um, it, despite all of that, despite all of the legacy media telling everybody before the polls closed that, you know, oh, it ain't looking so good for Trump. Let me tell you, London Dairy was trending today on X. And if you saw him show up at the Londonderry polling place, surprisingly, the people waiting outside in the cold, I mean, it was just like, uh, you know, it was like 2016 all over again. In fact, it may even be more so. Do I think that some MAGA people have peeled off? Yeah, absolutely. The DeSantis people or whatever. Um, but I, I think that it it is absolutely historic. I think, Sesame, you were telling me before the break that it's been since the 70s, I think, since a Republican has swept both Iowa and New Hampshire. In fact, Iowa has just become, uh, until this year, it's become become such a place of false hopes for people, whether they're Huckabee or Rick Santorum and others as the evangelical vote. And that was one of the reasons why earlier they were trying to signal that Nikki Haley might pull out an upset because the evangelical vote in, in Ohio, in Iowa is 55%, and it's a very low number in New Hampshire. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, it was a, um, resounding win, if that's the word, uh, according to exit polls, half of New Hampshire Republicans say Trump is fit to serve, even if he's convicted, the number one issue for them in New Hampshire, get this Sesame, the number one issue for a Northeast New England state is immigration. Could it be because the airport closest to even Manchester, which is the largest town in New Hampshire, is Boston. And right now, the Logan Airport is housing illegals. One of the best things that happened was when Abbott started sending illegal aliens around the country. And it forced every other state to face immigration and the crisis that it is head on. Um, uh, on... Uh, Alex Marlowe on Kudlow said, uh, Nikki Haley represents the old guard GOP establishment of open borders and more wars. Absolutely. In fact, Donald Trump, once again in 2023, Donald Trump has shown that he understands uh, the issues that resonate so much with Americans. In fact, even though immigration was the number one issue in New Hampshire, the, the, the never-ending wars that we talked about with Colonel John Mills, that he talked last hour, if you missed any part of the show, definitely you're going to want to download the podcast. We talked about the ex- disgusting bribe of Carrie Lake with the Republican establishment in deep state trying to bribe her to kill Trump. And then we also talked about the 14 conflicts that we have around the world right now that has us, according to retired Colonel John Mills, literally in a state of World War III. It is very much on the minds of the American people, the crisis that we face with a neutered military and a world at war. And in fact, I have a clip that I pulled, Sesame, 
of um, Donald Trump talking about this on the on the New Hampshire trail, if you could play that. And look at the world. The world is blowing up, too. We had no wars. Russia would have never invaded Ukraine. Nothing. All of this. Israel would have never been attacked. Never. Remember this. Iran was broke. They had no money. You know why they had no money? Because I said to other countries, you can't deal with them until we make a deal. And we would have had a deal within two weeks after the election with Iran. Iran is spreading money all over. And look at what's happening. We're bombing the Middle East again. Now we're going back into the Middle East. We're bombing the hell out of the Middle East. And it's having no impact. You know why? Because they don't respect Biden. Exactly. And on top of the fact that Colonel uh, Mills retired last hour, was talking about how militarily neutered we are. It kills me that these Navy SEALs died over there. And it's possible that it was just... A tragic loss of some heroes, but there's just something in my core that tells me that those Navy SEALs who were trained specifically and go through the most hellish training that there is specifically to be SEALs, which is related to water, might not have died. But for the fact that we are no longer mission ready in this country. And one of the things Colonel uh, John Mills said in last hour and one of the reasons why he wrote this this piece about the 14 conflicts is that it is 1938 all over again, in which before the lead up to World War II, uh, you know, the, the Democrats and others and, and, and leaders around the world uh, denying that we were at that critical mass. And one of the areas of war that Colonel John Mills talked about was our southern border. This is a conquest underway right now. And this is really bad news, uh, uh, in my opinion, uh, for the establishment. I want to play another clip before I bring you in Sesame Broccolini of Nikki Haley, who represents uh, the uh, old GOP establishment that MAGA is desperately trying to get rid of. Here's, some co- here's a comment that she made about who's supporting President Trump, and then we'll, we'll discuss but I think, I think it's not the party <laughs> uniting around President Trump. It's the political elite that are uniting around That's President right. Trump. And the political elite have never been with me my entire career because I've always fought the political elite. <laughs> it's why I want them to have term limits. It's why I want them to have mental competency tests. It's why I think that they're, I call them out on wasteful spending, whether they're a Republican or Democrat. It's why I've said if you can't give Americans a budget on time, you shouldn't get paid. I fight the political class. Donald Trump has the political class surrounding Mm -hmm. him. That's not what Americans want. The political class has gotten us into this mess. Mm -hmm. We need a normal, real person to get us out of this mess. It's the political elites rallying around President Trump. Maybe she wasn't aware of the bribery scheme that they were trying to pull off with Kerry Lake, where they admitted to her in the bribery, uh, you can hear it in the audio, of him, Hershey, saying this is an attempt at, at, at trying to deal a, a, a final blow to President Trump. She says, that's not good for the country. And he says, well, you know, Matt, that may be, but, um, you know, uh, it's all about the money, honey. Right. So sorry, Nikki. Nobody believes your gaslighting crap. Nobody believes that there's any support for her except the establishment and the deep state. Anything you want to add, Sesame Broccolini? I did not realize that um, I am considered a member of the political elite. 
<laughs> I guess that's kind of a game changer. I didn't realize I have this much power and prestige. Thank you, Nikki Haley. It's it's really hilarious to me because even just a couple of hours ago, I saw some videos on Twitter and they're going around talking to primary voters in New Hampshire. And you have regular people, jeans, T-shirt, coming from work or picking up their kids after school or whatever. And they're sitting there saying, look, this country's falling apart. Things were much better under Trump. Uh, you don't have to be a genius to realize that policy matters. It's it's really just so ironic because this is one of the most grassroots movements in American politics I've ever seen. The America First movement yes. is blossoming and it's growing and it's extremely grassroots. I mean, look at look at the political elite and the way they treat Carrie Lake and what we were seeing with that with that audio clip. It's like that's the political elite. They're trying to keep people like Carrie Lake and Donald Trump far away from politics. Mm-hmm. So it's, well, you it's look no how much secret which side the elite Haley, is on. And right. they're on Haley's exactly. side. So it's just, what a joke. Yeah, li- like this. The Republicans wasted $167 million l- losing to Trump in New Hampshire and Iowa. That's the elites trying to take him down. The elites are the one trying to take him down through lawfare and the weaponized deep state and trying to take down uh, at the over 1,200 patriots, Jan 6 defendants, and going after thousands more. That's who, the, that's who the political elites are going after. While they're importing, the Republican Party included, importing in people into this country, literally enabling an invasion of us at the same time. And and she cannot, and, and she's, uh, Judge Judy was saying yesterday, Nikki Haley is the one with the intellectual gravitas. Really? Because that is about one of the dumbest things I think she could have said on the campaign trail. It's so monumentally out of touch with the base that she's got to be really stupid if some consultant, like the ones that uh, Carrie Lake was referring to in the clip we played last hour and she's talking about the consultants never want to give up the money, right? And the money supply, they're the tumors and they're living off the blood supply that is the, the never-ending money from the Republican Party. Nikki Haley has, has said that uh, before the results even came in that she has a pathway beyond her only pathway and she will continue even though there is no legitimate pathway. Um, but given what we heard in the audio clip last hour, uh, there's nothing legitimate, really, not, a, not enough legitimacy going on in our elections. We have to be so active going forward in this 2024. We have to be on the phone with our elected officials. We have to be active at the polling space, places. Even then, I have, when Carrie Lakes, one of the things I got to be thinking about here is Carrie Lake said in that audio recording, uh, you know, uh, well, I'm not sure I played this portion of it, but she talks about how they want me murdered. They want me dead. Look, she's going to stay in it because she's banking on something illegitimate taking Trump out in some way or another. It may be an assassination attempt. Look, Alex Soros was tweeting out a bullet hole, cash, and the number 47. What do y'all think that means? Has he been arrested yet, Sesame Broccolini? I doubt it. Oh, I, I doubt it. And it's it's... It's just so sinister. It, it people don't understand that, like, the radical Democrats in this country, and for me, that's basically the whole party at this point, will literally do whatever it takes to get whatever they want. When they leaked the SCOTUS de- decision on Roe, because we just passed the 51st anniversary of Roe being, you know, uh, codified into law, unfortunately, 
and I'm so glad that it's turned over, but the point is they had an armed assassin outside of Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home mm-hmm. ready to take him out just days after Chuck Schumer gets on TV and says, Brett Kavanaugh, you're playing with the whirlwind. You've opened the whirlwind. So Chuck Schumer oh, yeah. gets on TV, threatens him. A few days later, mm-hmm. they find an armed assassin, and then they have the gall to treat J6 defendants 17 years in prison because a guy shakes a fence. Anarcho-tyranny. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a friend of the Democrat regime, if you're a friend of the Dempire, you literally get a hall pass to make death threats, to be as violent mm-hmm. as you want, to burn down cities, to throw Molotov cocktails at police officers, to start an autonomous zone in the city of Seattle. You can do whatever you want. There are no rules that apply to you. But if you're a conservative, they will throw the book at you simply because you go to Dick's Sporting Goods. Or you bought a MAGA hat? Mm -hmm. Unbelievable to me. And I don't know what they're going to try in this election. But I, like you, think that something untoward is going to happen. I don't know what it's going to be. But I've got a really, really bad feeling in my bones. Yeah. Just knowing what they're capable of. And the fact that they have no principles. And they think by any means necessary. People don't. There is no moral compass. They will do whatever it takes to get whatever they want. That's the bottom line. Right. In fact, that should be the takeaway from the clip that we heard that Carrie Lake represented MAGA and the rest of us in that clip. They want they want me dead They're, You know, they 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 don't want what uh, we could. Uh, I can't remember some of the things she said um, that she's fighting for. You know, she's going to stay in it and she's going to fight for what's right for this country. And the Republicans are like, look, it's all about money. And, you know, what what can we do? You know, it's about scratching backs. And, you know, um, it, it's exactly uh, what we conservatives are facing in this country. And it might even get worse for Trump uh, in terms of how they're planning to knock him out if uh, and when uh, the polling numbers are really looked at because it's, it's um, even in New Hampshire, unlike Iowa, is Iowa's much more conservative than New Hampshire. And in fact, um, two thirds of respondents to the New Hampshire poll said they were very conservative. Twenty five percent called no, said they were conservative. Only twenty five percent called themselves uh, very conservative. One uh, one third said they were moderate. New Hampshire, uh, um, about seven in ten voters uh, described the state of the economy as not so good or poor. Half say that they'd like to see most undocumented immigrants in the U.S. deported to the countries they came from. That's a huge number. Because you got to remember, uh, Republicans were in the minority in, in New Hampshire tonight voting. So 70% said they wanted deportation of all the illegals. Um, in contrast to Iowa, though, a majority of voters in New Hampshire said they would oppose a federal ban on most or all abortions. Uh, they're divided on uh, the role of us militarily, four in 10 saying they'd like the country to take a lack, less active role around the world, about three in 10, a more active role, and the rest saying it should remain roughly the same. I think New Hampshire is representing uh, the nation, and they voted for Trump tonight. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We got more to talk about on the other side. Um, it ain't looking good uh, for the deep state and the establishment, and I'm loving it. Stay with us. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Um, I don't have the TV on right now, so I can't see, but I'm wondering, remember when Nikki Haley uh, came in third in Iowa and she goes up before the people and she's like, thank you, Iowa. You've made it a two person race. (laughs) That quote aged so well. I wonder what she's saying tonight. Thank you, Iowa. You've propelled me to victory. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, uh, all right. Um, oh, you know what? I want to clear up the air with y'all uh, a little bit. I posted something on the socials over the weekend, and some of y'all didn't uh, were like not not. I don't know how to say it. Um, here's what I posted. Let me tell y'all. So I posted on um, Facebook. I said, my station GM wants me to bake something that for in this weekend. And I don't know if you remember, you heard him in the, he, he, in the background on Friday, as you and I were chatting, he's like, what are you going to bake me AK? So I was thinking about baking him something over the weekend. So I put it out there on Facebook. I said, um, my station GM wants me to bake something and I'm, I'm out of inspiration. Do you have any ideas? I can't tell you how many people posted on there. Um, I don't remember that. Oh, he should get a wife to bake for him. And, you know, that's not right of him. This is like misogyny. And it's like, y'all, it's just dessert. Let me tell you, I feel like I need to address it because I don't want anybody to feel bad about my station GM. Here's the deal. I love, love, love to bake. And I love to try new recipes. But AK, I'm going to, I'm going to eat this king cake here. But in general, I don't sit around eating an entire cake by myself. So uh, two years ago, I said to Steve, you know, I, I said, if I, if I want to try a recipe this weekend, can I try it out on you? So that started to become our thing. So I'll try out recipes, cakes and different things, and I'll bring it in. And if and, and he and, and his family will review it and tell me, because one of his sons is like a chef that went to not the Cordon Bleu, but one of the, one of the top chef schools. So Steve is not a misogynist. He's not anything but a phenomenal guy who's willing to try out some, uh, some uh, uh, recipes that quite frankly, some of them are kooky at times. Uh, so that's that. Um, thank y'all for looking out for me. Um, but anyway, um, so I've got X is so juicy, so yummy tonight. If you, if you check out the Nikki Haley post, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, it's just it's so fun. I love winning. Doesn't it feel good Sesame to like start winning again? It's been years now of Biden, the, opp- the oppressive culture and the oppressive nature that we've been under with no hope. And let me tell you, I get my hope from the Lord above, but I'm so tired of just seeing no possibility of anything getting any better. And now we see it. And if, and by the way, another thing to point out is that the DeSantis team continues to say that Trump is the one that the Democrats want because he's so easy to beat. That audio tape that I played, I said that was a bunch of crap back when they were floating that ridiculous uh, theory I think the audio clip of the bribe of Carrie Lake should put any of notion of that to rest. Yes, Sesame. Yeah, it should. And you're look, you're just right. I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of tyranny. I'm tired of being deprived at my chance at the American dream, something that I want to earn myself. I don't want the government to give it to me. I'm not looking for a handout. I just want an opportunity to take what's mine and to really improve this country. And I'm just so sick of, 
feeling down about this country and the state of how things are going. I want things to go well for America. I want what's best for America. And I want a president who's not actively at odds with his own people. Because that's all Biden is trying to do. Shut us up, lock us up, throw us mandates, throw the book at us. I just, I want a pro-America, pro-freedom, America first president. And I can't believe that's something that we even have to bicker over. Shouldn't every American want that? Plain and simple? All of us? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, here's something interesting I'm seeing tonight is that there have been reports that many college students were voting for Nikki Haley uh, just to discredit Trump, but that they would never vote for her in the general and they were voting for Biden. So that's something, you know, and, and these kinds of tactics are always at play in the primaries. Every state has their own thing. In Iowa, there were games being played with the Democrats uh, coming out their their caucuses in Iowa, and there were Democrats that came out and caucused for Nikki Haley. Um, because, you know, they, you know, want to push her over, uh, they wanted in Iowa, they wanted to push her over Ron DeSantis because, um, they wanted, they, without them knowing that DeSantis was going to end up uh, dropping out anyway. So there's always games being played. This is a win for us tonight. It doesn't matter whether or not Trump won it by 20 percentage points or not. She has no legitimate pathway. She goes down to South Carolina where Senator Tim Scott endorsed Trump. And the road only gets harder for her uh, going forward. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sess me if you want a thing to add while well, I... Well, yeah, look, and, and you're right. There, there are always games being played, and that's why it's important for people. I, I don't think DeSantis did a great job of this, but he did say something in his little speech about uniting the Republican Party. There's a lot of infighting, and it drives me crazy. Right now, we have to unite behind Trump, and we yes. have to blow them out of the water. Don't cut them off at the knees. Blow them out of the water once and for all. Turn out. I, I know so many Republicans, so many conservatives who've just given up on the election system. I get it. You don't trust the outcomes. I don't really trust the outcome of this election, but I do trust in the American people. And if we make it very clear that we are overwhelmingly choosing Trump, then I truly believe he will be reinstated, put back in the White House where he belongs for a second glorious term. So we need early voting, turnout in record numbers. Doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. We cannot let this just be another election where we just sit at a, sit out on the sidelines or stay yeah. at home. No, 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 no. Turn out like your life depends on it. Like your country literally is on life support. Because that's where we are in America. America's on life support. So yeah, I'm I'm very happy about this win tonight. And I hope the momentum just keeps to get bigger. I want more momentum. I want the passion, yeah. the energy we need to make it clear. America wants Trump, plain and simple. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's here's some more notes going on with the electioneering, all meant to prop Haley up, to push her forward, to try to um, suppress the voter turnout and to suppress the excitement, right, of Trump and MAGA um, it, to diminish our enthusiasm. According to Charlie Kirk, ultra-liberal Hanover, New Hampshire, just had just, I'm trying to suppress a cough, <clears throat> had just 841 Republican votes in the 2020 general, ele general election. Tonight, the same town has 1,472 votes for Nikki Haley. This is Democrat election interference enabled by an open, insane primary system. That's absolutely true. And there's uh, all kinds of videos that you can see on X of young people 
um, New Hampshire voters coming out, just like I referenced, who said they were voting for Nikki Haley in the primary, but they would switch their vote to Joe Biden in the general. Um, so this is this is and he's calling for an end to the open primaries. I, I, you know, we need to have states decide how they want their elections to run. And that's the way it is. And, you know, I, I don't like when conservatives decide they want centralized uh, powers when it when it's convenient to them. We need we, because as soon as you start going down that road, and I'm not sure that he's saying that he may be saying that he just wants the state <clears throat> to end that. Um, <clears throat> but going forward, I, I don't want to hear any arguments over centralized legislation from Congress deciding that state what states can or cannot do in their elections because that violates uh everything about our republic and so that's that's important uh for me all right we're going to take a quick break i'm going to try to get this cough under control and uh we'll be with you guys on the other side stay with us Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. So the New Hampshire voters said that immigration is their number one issue. And yesterday we were reporting on, and I've even mentioned it tonight, how Amy Coney Barrett crossed and voted with the Dems to green light the ongoing invasion and conquest of our southern border. This came after Texas. Uh, there was a dust-up where Texas uh, filed a uh, I can't remember even how it originated, but there was some border wire that the Department of Homeland Justice, Homeland Security, was cutting. And uh, Gregory Abbott filed a lawsuit. Well, long story short, the Supreme Court ruled yesterday that the federal government could cut the razor wire That then it went back to Texas and some people were saying that this was pitting Texas in a war against the federal government and other many people have been cautioning Texas going forward that this could be baiting a civil war, baiting states uh, to succeed from the union and in order to create a civil war here. And there's a lot of people that have been urging caution Uh, on the part of Texas, Um, the Texas National Guard responded to the Supreme Court's order to remove the razor wire in Eagle Pass by installing even more. Governor Abbott has said Texas will not back down as it defends its border. Um, Part of me is like, I love it. We needed this more. That we are literally in survival mode in this country. An invasion is happening. They're reporting tonight, I think on Breitbart or whoever it was, was reporting that uh, the government has admitted to releasing 6.2 millions, million illegals since Biden took office. That's not even half, not even half. And there's more and more and more coming. It is so bad. Our public spaces are so overrun across this country that there are now calls. There was, there's an area in Illinois that a suburb of Chicago that's so liberal, they I think Biden won in 2020 by 20 percentage points. They're, you know, um, uh, probably one of these areas, an old friend of mine grew up in one of these, these uh, Oak Park or Oak Lawn or whatever it is, these areas that are uber, uber wealthy. 
uh, liberals outside outside of Chicago. And the count one of the council members from that town said, you know what? Um, you know, basically there's people saying we need to push back against this, but there's others who said, you know what, we need to reach out and help. We need to show compassion. And we've got a lot of big homes here, a lot of wealthy, well-to-do people. And so I'm going to have my staffers come out there and, um, come go around with a sign-up list to see how many people, uh, will house the illegals in their homes. Um, at some point, that's not going to be a choice because the battle that we're waging right now with this conquest is not even just about the United States. It's about a move from us to be transformed from a Republic of States to a communist state where we are now a part, we are, we're a, a communist system <clears throat> as part of one world government as global citizens. We'll own nothing and be happy, as Klaus Schwab has said. So my question for you, Sesame, are they trying to bait Texas into a civil war? And how soon do you think before it's no longer a choice for them to go to people that have an extra room and tell them, I mean, look, look, look at how they take our personal property, our businesses, our money. They, you know, uh, they're controlling it all anyway. Uh, how soon before uh, we no longer have a choice? Because we're now global citizens. Well, I, I certainly do think they're trying to start a civil war. I, I think Texas is such an interesting example of the fact that w- we need to hold the line um, because, again, as we were just talking about, the U.S. government is at, as at war with its own people, with the American people, and they're actively trying to replace us. That's what all this is. The great replacement theory is, is really happening. Um, how soon will it will it be? When? I don't know. It feels like when Eric Adams comes out and asks politely, it's not super polite. And you're right. This is a very slippery slope. One day it's asking people. The next day it's a mandate telling people. And obviously that's going to happen a lot sooner if you're in a Democrat run city like it, it, like, I mean, Chicago, New York, L.A., Seattle, Portland. But it's 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 a scary, terrifying trend. And it is a Marxist power play. I mean, in Marxism, you don't own anything. Like you're saying, you'll own nothing and be happy. Say bye-bye to property rights. Your home is not really your home. It belongs to the state. And the state will do whatever it wants with it. So that's that's the final frontier. That's at some point people they have to wake up and see what's happening. They're coming for your property. They're coming for your neighborhoods. They're overrunning us. We are being overrun. We are being replaced. This is a government-sanctioned invasion. And I've never seen anything like it in history where a government facilitates the invasion of its own territory. I've never seen anything like that where a powerful, super-powerful hegemon on the world stage, one of the leading empires, invites its own death right through the southern... Like I've never seen that happen ever before in history. So that's the kind of sinister evil force that we're dealing with. I don't want to say that it's necessarily unprecedented, but this is certainly historic. It's a pivotal moment for American history because you can't have a country without borders. We are losing America right now. And for the for the elites in power, the kind of people that do support Nikki Haley, this isn't a country anymore. It's not a nation. It's just an economic zone. It's a place for them to shelter money and to tax people and to, and to yep. subsidize government spending. And, and that's just the big takeaway for me. Reagan said it best, government doesn't solve our problems. They subsidize it. That's exactly what's mm-hmm. going on. The government at this point is the problem. Everything with the immigration. Yeah. We could all end this tomorrow. Build a wall, start deporting people. We could end the pain. 
but they don't want to let up. They've got their boot no. heel on our neck. They're squeezing their own people because they hate us. Exactly. Why else would they exactly. do this? Why else? Well, look at everything they're doing to, to destroy us in addition to the border. I mean, I don't know if y'all heard, and you may not think that this Virgin Atlantic story is, you know, a, a, an American story, but it's all part of, you know, we're all one, you know, we're all global citizens in mm-hmm. the future. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, we all fly. Uh, there's, you know, um, Gators look at me. Sorry. Um, so we all remember the Alaskan Airlines flight, right? Where the chunk comes flying out and then they go, they, they, uh, what's it called when they land all the planes and they take them out of commission and they inspect them and they're like, oh yeah, we got a lot of these things that aren't bolted down. Right. And then you, then you're looking and you're seeing all the DEI involved with Alaska Airlines. Well, now it's also happening with Virgin Atlantic. <clears throat> Excuse me. They've been putting out all these videos about DEI and LBGTQ. And the other day, I don't know if you heard this, Sesame Broccolini, DEI now needs to be DIE um, because uh, there's a passenger on a Virgin Atlantic flight who looks down and literally is like, uh, it looks like there's four deadbolts missing on the wing. Yeah. Wow. Um, Sure enough, uh, they land the plane, thankfully, thank the good Lord, literally, and they're like, yeah, huh? We, yeah, we got a problem here. Um, it, 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 there's so many different ways that these communists are literally content with killing us to push their agenda forward. There's a reason why, folks, that in the course of communism, over 100 million have been killed. Barack Obama said it after Benghazi. They were just bumps in the road. And we've reached the bump on this segment. We're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. So, Charlie Kirk is trending tonight on X, and it's actually, I see, um, uh, in line with what I was just talking about with these airlines, right? The DEI now needs to be turned into DIE. I was telling you guys the story, the true story about Virgin Atlantic. And then during the break, I'm on X and I see that Charlie Kirk is trending. And here's what he said that got it, that it has people just coming at him in droves. I guess on an interview earlier today, uh, he made the statement um, that when he gets on a plane, if he sees, um, a black pilot, um, he wonders if he's qualified and everybody's calling him racist at at this point. Um, I'm paraphrasing what he said, but it looks like that's pretty much, he says, I'm sorry. If I see a black pilot, I'm going to be like, boy, I hope he's qualified. Um, of course the left is coming at him that he's racist. I think that given the fact that we're hearing that the FAA is hiring, is literally hiring mentally, uh, uh, you know, challenged. I can't remember the terms, but it's those with severe disabilities and mental disabilities. The fact that we've got, 
um, industries all over the place from the airlines and others that are indicating that they're relaxing standards. When you are hiring people on the basis of skin color, not on the basis of qualifications and experience, you are going to sacrifice skill. James Wood uh, responded. There was a, there was a meme that went out. Somebody put out a, a, a picture of a bunch of women and said, is there anything more important than diversity? And James Wood responded skills. Absolutely. It's not racist to question when they're telling us that they're hiring people simply on the basis of skin color. It's not racist to look at somebody of color and go, is that person qualified? It doesn't make you racist. It makes you pragmatic particularly when you're about to get into something that weighs, I don't know how many thousands of pounds and go about 25,000 feet up in the air. Right, Sesame? Yeah. I mean, it's, look, I know people don't want to hear it, but it's a sad reality. That is what happens. And the left did this. They made everything about race and racial yeah. preferences. They were pathologically obsessed with making everything about race and diversity and systemic oppression and structural inequality. So I, I don't blame Charlie for that kind of thinking. And I don't think he's alone. Uh, people can come at him, but I don't think let he's me alone. Tell you, it's I sad. See, it's sad, let, but that yeah. is the world the left has created. That's well, the did DEI you see mindset. the video? Absolutely. Did you see the video that came out after the, after the um, Alaskan Airlines? Uh, mm -hmm. Thankfully, nobody died. There's this video of the parts company of these women coming out mm -hmm. one at a time to the Shania Twain song. Um, I feel like a woman. And let me tell you, as a woman, I was like, oh my gosh, that's the crew that's in charge of parts, a bunch of women. And, and do I think that women are not smart and that women cannot be engineers? Of course not. But when I see diversity, I, it, when I see a push for DEI, I want to know the best person is qualified. I have been saying this for decades. It meant nothing to me when, when Walter Mond, Mond, Mondale picked a woman to be his VP ticket. I don't care. I don't care what parts you have between your legs. I don't care what your skin color is. I care only about qualifications. That's it. I don't care about glass ceiling. Don't be going around talking about, you know, my, your race card, Nikki Haley, your female card, who you're married to, the military husband card. None of it matters to me. It's all about skill that matters to me. And when I see people of an ident that, that check off an identity box in a particular position, and and by the way, don't blame Charlie Kirk for that. The Democrats were the ones who set the stage for it. They made the rules for the game. They're the ones that defended Claudine Gay after she ripped off and stole people's work and presented it as her own, right? And Harvard uh, didn't even want to accept her resignation, right? And defended her and kept her on the payroll to the tune of over $900,000. Wouldn't happen if she was white. So don't be bagging on uh, the, and by the way, when somebody who doesn't deserve the job gets it over a white person who does, that's a crime, literally. So don't be bagging on Charlie Kirk tonight. He's not the one who's done wrong here. All he's done is point, he held a mirror up to the Democrat party is what he did. And you got a problem with it, anybody out there of color, blame the Democrats because they're the ones that put you under suspicion in terms of your qualifications. And quite frankly, if I'm paying 
for somebody to, to be a bus driver in the sky for me, I ought to be able to walk into the into the, the cockpit and say, show me the goods. Show me the proof you deserve to be behind the wheel. All right. All right. We covered so much ground tonight. If you missed any part of it, download the podcast. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Thank you, Sesame Broccolini, for always keeping the wheels going on this bus. And the wheels go round and round. And we'll be right back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Keep your head on the swivel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.